0: Il mio nome è Salvatore Michel Vincenzo Di Martelli, e questo il mio racconto. As I sat silently in the passenger seat of the car I usually drove, I knew what Tessio must have felt on his last long ride. In a situation like this, even a five-minute ride was long. The man beside me, trusted compatriot, friend, and my executioner didn't speak. His mind was probably full of many of the same thoughts mine was, Come diavolo cazzo si arrivati a questo? I mulled that over for a moment. To be truthful, I had been greedy. I had tried to take what was not mine to have. I tried to outbusiness the business. And when that didn't work, I tried to kill my boss. I thought about everything as the scenery went by, unnoticed. I didn't count the turns we made. I didn't glance in the mirrors, as was my habit from being a driver for so long. I simply stared out the window and stroked the small prayer card that lay in my hand. St. Christopher was my family saint. He had always helped us out. But this time, I knew my prayers were falling on deaf ears. I made a promise on another saint, one I had failed to keep. I had been subjected to fire and blood as the saying went. I'd been a made man in the Famiglia di Marco. When I had first gotten out, I felt like it was my right to have a place. I had done my time, but I had a romantic, over-dramatized picture of our thing in my head from too many long nights reading The Godfather, one of the few books in Ames that didn't suck and wasn't censored. We turned again, and I focused on the driver. There were things about him I still couldn't figure out. Men respected him as much as they feared him, and yet... He had never so much as raised his voice to me in anger, and not just because I was his godson. He was a strange man, Italian enough to be made, but old enough to have lived the life before the family. Matthew D'Ambrosi, or as I knew him, Uncle Matt, was a legend. People had stories about him that made even those of us in the family pale. He was, they said, ruthless, heartless, and willing to do almost anything unless you earned the right to ask him a favor and he could speak volumes without saying a word. His dark glasses still hid his eyes, and for a moment I wondered what I would see when he took them off. Would it be that cold, smoking rage he was so well known for? Or was it that sad, almost melancholy rage that left him sobbing? Was I still a friend? I sighed and looked out the window. Gio... No, I didn't deserve to call him that anymore. Don DeMarco... Always taught us to take our punishments. This was mine. I couldn't let myself run from it. I wouldn't let my surname become a curse again, even if it meant my blood, my life. I looked down at my hands. When had they become the hands of a killer? I knew the score. Twenty-five members of my crew, friends, associates, earners, were dead or in jail. I had killed a few myself. I didn't consider the cost when I made the decision. Now I had to. I had single-handedly upset the power of balance in the city, and only this could prevent an all-out war. I was lost in thought, and so even though I saw the buildings and the sunrise, it took me almost fifteen minutes to notice that we were driving in aimless circles, wasting time, neither one of us wanting to get out of the car. When I did notice that a five-minute ride had turned into twenty, I wondered at Dembrosi's hesitation. I didn't know if I could still call him Uncle Matt, But the words of Mr. D'Ambrosi seemed strange to me. Something else was strange. The man I had once earned the right to call Matt was not known for hesitation. With him, an order was given, it was done. Friend or foe, it didn't matter. He did it. This time when I looked around, I did notice things. The little things I usually paid no attention to were suddenly in focus. The crispness of the air, the bright orange-red of the sun rising on a beautiful new day— "'the sound of the wind playing hide-and-seek across the skyscrapers. "'All these things seemed new to me, "'and I think that was when I finally accepted the fact that I was going to die. "'I even indulged in my one bad habit. "'I lit up and took a drag. "'The window obediently slid down a fraction of an inch to let the smoke out. "'The normally jovial man who sat beside me hadn't said a word "'since he had picked me up at my place.' D'Ambrosi was often talkative and generally very convivial with the staff. "'I still remember the day I had walked into his office clutching a business card, "'my pass into the house, and asked him to speak to the don on my behalf. "'After all, I reminded him I was his godson, as good as family. "'It had been, what, seven years ago?'